0: I think, I think very deeply. In about four seconds, a teacher will begin to speak. I think very deeply. Today is Monday, September 25th. And this is the HBCU Football Daily Podcast presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield. North Carolina, I am your host, Donald Ware. You know how we get down on Monday. Actually, what I'm going to do today, I'm going to take a look at the scoreboard and give you a couple of tidbits some of the thoughts that I had from this past week's game, which included a Thursday night game, a MEAC tilt, North Carolina Central hosting South Carolina State. Going to talk more about that and um, some good games. And I- I'm also going to give you who I think right n- this week um, are the top ten teams in HBCU football. So let's do this. Let's step aside. Let's hear from Our sponsor, Blue Cross, Blue Shield of North Carolina, will come back and talk about the week that was in HBCU football. The love of the game. It flows through our veins and fills our lungs. It brings us to our feet and sometimes our knees. But behind every thrilling point, there is strength and security. The card Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina members have trusted for over 80 years with the tools and plans to make healthcare easy. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina, live fearless. Proud supporter of fans across North Carolina. So thank you to Blue Cross, Blue Shield of North Carolina for being a sponsor of this program. So week four actually began on Thursday. Uh, North Carolina Central hosting South Carolina State, a game that was played nationally on ESPNU and the Eagles escaped with a 33 to 28 victory over the Bulldogs. I thought it was a I mean, it was definitely a game in which South Carolina State should have won. They did not weren't able to move the football or really score only one touchdown in the second half after they put up 20 points in the first half and took a nice halftime lead. Meanwhile, North Carolina Central was able to make some adjustments both offensively and defensively to get that victory. Talked a lot about that on this past weekend's edition of From the Press Box to Press Row. I thought the Caldwell kid came in and did a pretty good job. He was able to run the football. The Eagles, what they did, they were able to spread South Carolina State out and allowed – for Caldwell to be able to move the football, plus he made some he made some decent passes as well. South Carolina State went away from what they were able to do in the first half, running with the quarterback more specifically. Again, only one touchdown, one score in the second half. South Carolina State's defense is really good, and and that in the Darius Leonard kid, we throw the the term around a lot. Great in terms of we are this player's great, that player's great, this play. No, Darius Leonard is great in in, in his uh, sidekick, if you will. Taylor is pretty good as well. So I really do like South Carolina State's defense. It's just that the offense didn't do much of anything in the second half. And again, Central defeats South Carolina State to open week four on Thursday night, 33-28. to 28. Some other scores. All of these games took place on Saturday. Shepard defeated West Virginia State 56-41. to 41. I mean... West Virginia State's got a; they got a good offense. They got a really good quarterback, as a matter of fact, but they have really no defense. And so, after winning its first game, uh, West Virginia State has now lost three straight games and sits at uh, at one and three, as a matter of fact, in the Mountain East Conference. University of Faith and Virginia Lynchburg was canceled. Bloomberg defeated Cheney forty-eight to nineteen. Cheney continues to struggle in PSAC play. They get their first victory of the season over Lincoln of Pennsylvania, and they've lost three straight as well. Elizabeth City State over Johnson C. Smith, 20-17. to I like Elizabeth City State. As a matter of fact, I think Ernest Wilson. This is his second year. You know, he kind of got in there late last year. He's been able to implement some things. He's got a really good quarterback in Daquan Neal, and Elizabeth City State is out to the great start at 3-1. and one. They're scoring a bunch of points, and um they're gonna have to play a little bit more defense against some some higher power teams. They're gonna have one more game against a southern division opponent, don't have the schedule in front of me, and then they get into that northern division that is absolutely rough. So they're gonna have to definitely be able to play a little bit more defense, but they're scoring some points and uh, gotta win over Johnson C. Smith. Boy, Tuskegee got blasted by Finley sixty one to nothing. Um Tuskegee's offense is is really in essence non-existent, and so they're going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle. I think you know the the West and the SIAC is 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 open. Uh, Tuskegee not getting anything done offensively, and then boy, I mean, surprisingly, giving up sixty-one points to Finley, a really good game. Howard hosting Bethune-Cookman, an exciting game. Howard pulls it out. 26 to 24, they're able to score a touchdown on a Kalen Newton five yard run with 39 seconds remaining in the ball game. And, I, you know, I thought that this was a pivotal game really for both teams. Miak opener, and I thought, you know, I, I, especially after Howard came off that big loss to Richmond last week, 66 to 21. I'm like, okay, well, I, I want to see if Howard. Is for real, and I think they are. I mean, I think they are. No matter what happens the rest of the season, I think they're going to be pretty good, pretty competitive as long as um, they don't get injuries. Uh, Kalen Newton, boy, he's getting it done. 140 yards rushing, two touchdowns, 157 yards passing, another touchdown. Anthony Fulia was good, 93 yards rushing, averaged 7.8 yards per carry. And Howard Bison, uh, the real deal. I think it sets Bethune-Cookman back a little bit. Uh, just with the way that a is playing, the way that North Carolina Central was able to squeak out the victory and now head-to-head loss to Howard, um, I think it sets it definitely sets Bethune-Cookman back. West Georgia over Albany State, 48-16. to Albany State started the season off 2-0. And they now lost two straight games, not where you want to be uh, if you're Albany State. Hampton falls to Monmouth in overtime, 30-23. Fort Valley State defeating Benedict, 31-28, in two overtimes. Norfolk State off the snide, defeated Delaware State, 17-7. Norfolk State needed that win very, very badly after starting off 0-3, including the opening loss to Virginia State, and now again, I mean, you can start off 0-3 in non-conference play right now. Norfolk State sits atop the MEAC with a 1-0 record. Wayland Baptist defeated Texas College 24-23. Texas College can't seem to catch a break, and they are now 0-4 or actually 0-3 on the season. Truman State over Lincoln of Missouri 41-14. Lincoln continues to struggle. Langston 3-0 on the season. They defeated Bacon 36 to 6. Clark Atlanta, 31 lane 7. I like the start that Clark Atlanta is off to. And, again, when you got McCray, who, again, I continue to say uh, is becoming and has the ability to be an elite quarterback in the SIAC, and they're off to the 3-1 and one start, watch out for Clark Atlanta. It's one of the teams I thought could definitely get some things done uh, in the East, and I like them. Uh, and they're off to the three and one start. Still plenty of of games left in SIAC play. Kentucky State now two and two on the season. Defeated Central State thirty four to twenty two. Cumberland's wow they overwhelmed Edward Waters fifty one to seven. Man, I, I need you know I, Edward Waters in a new conference. Um, you know they had a fairly decent year last year, but haven't gotten a victory so far this year. UT Martin over Tennessee State 31-16. to This is a game we're going to break down on the Wallace and where HBCU football podcast which is going to air tomorrow uh, and you can find that podcast on grindcitymedia.com. We're going to break that down as Mike Wallace was at that game Tennessee State with its first loss of the season. St. Augustine's 81 Lincoln of Pennsylvania 9. Lincoln is just struggling uh, and I mean, St. Augustine's isn't uh, a bad team, but they're not a great team. And for the Falcons to put up 81 against Lincoln, to me, shows that Lincoln is just, boy, they're really, really struggling there at Lincoln of Pennsylvania. Miles defeated Morehouse 27-24. to 24. If you're Miles, you got to feel good about getting the SIAC uh, schedule off to a good start. If you're Morehouse, not so much, although they're 2-2. Two and two. Uh, and and I think Morehouse is going to be pretty decent this year. They had a really good defense last year, and uh, so hopefully they're they they can bounce back from this. Still plenty of time for Morehouse. Florida A and M defeated Savannah State twenty to fourteen. Florida A and M is pretty good. Ryan Stanley at quarterback. I'm telling you, he's pretty pretty good. And a good win um, for Florida A and M, who again, just like Norfolk State, sits atop the MEAC at one and zero. Livingstone. Boy, they are off to not a good start. They are winless on the season. Shawan uh, gets their first win, defeating Livingstone twenty-five to twelve. Bowie State continues to be a superb football team. Bowie State seventy-six, Shaw seven. Amir Hall throws six more touchdowns in the ball game. This guy is absolutely tremendous. Right now, I think is the best quarterback in all of HBCU football right now. Um, I li- like the way Lamar Reynard is playing for a uh, This kid, uh, Hall, is just playing on a different level because not only that, but he's a threat to run and also scores uh, some touchdowns with his legs as well. He had four rushing touchdowns coming in to that game against Shaw. Alabama AM and m off the schneid with their first victory of the season, 30-13 over Texas Southern. Allcorn State defeats Southern. Forty-eight to thirty-one. I really like Alcorn State. I love the way Alcorn State is playing right now. I'm going to talk more about Alcorn State tomorrow in our um, on our podcast on tomorrow, and really tell you some of the things that I like about Alcorn State in our Takeaway Tuesday happening on tomorrow. Arkansas Pine Bluff defeated Jackson State in overtime, thirty-four to twenty-seven. I mean, if you're Monty Coleman, you got to be feeling pretty good. May not be Jackson State. May not be the best team. Your first win was over, uh, was over. I forget which team in the SIAC. I mean, two wins is two wins. Is a you know. I mean, they they've struggled to get wins over the last couple of seasons. So to be two and two and one and zero in SWAC play, Monty Coleman and the Golden Lions got to be feeling pretty good right now. Grambling State overwhelmed Mississippi Valley State thirty-eight to six. Virginia State. 33, Winston-Salem State, 27. Really like the way Virginia State is playing right now as well. North Carolina A&T over Morgan State, 49-17 to in that game. You know, Mac McCain had a pick six last week to seal the deal in the victory for the Aggies over Charlotte. Two pick sixes in this game, three interceptions total. One of his pick sixes was 100 yards as Morgan actually was driving to get their first score of the season uh, near the end of the first half. They had it on the Aggie five yard line, the pick six by McCain still Morgan state able to score the 17 points. But again, a is on a roll and, The last game, Prairie View A&M 34, Alabama State nothing. Alabama State is really, really struggling right now. Prairie View A&M gets off the snide and is able to get their first victory of the season, although I've liked the way that uh, Prairie View A&M has played so far this year. So this is my top 10 um, for this week in HBCU football. Obviously, A&T is number one, followed by Grambling at number two. I really like the way Alcorn is playing. Big win over Southern as even Austin Howard for Southern came back, still Alcorn too much for Southern. I like for Southern. I like Alcorn at number three. North Carolina Central um, got to still got to give that respect to the Eagles. They pulled out the victory over South Carolina State. I have them at number four. Have Bowie State at number five. I mean Bowie State is just. I mean their defense is good and their offense is just. I mean it's just on another level. Tennessee State with its loss. They are. I have them at number six, Virginia State undefeated at number seven, Howard at number eight, Elizabeth City State. Again, I like the way they're playing at number nine. And then I had Clark Atlanta at number 10. So that's a look at our HBCU, our HBCU football daily podcast for Monday in terms of a recap of the games on uh, from this past week. Or, yeah, this past week and on tomorrow, it's Takeaway Tuesday. I'm going to take a look at uh, a couple of the games and really break down those games um, from, again, week four in HBCU football. Again, tell a friend about Box to Rose HBCU football daily podcast and when you're on Twitter, um, use hashtag HBCU125 as we're celebrating 125 years of HBCU football. Also on Twitter, follow us oh, at yeah, Botch yeah. to roll, and I'll talk with you tomorrow. I'm expressing with my full capabilities, and now I'm living in correctional facilities. Because some don't agree with how I do this. I get straight and meditate like a Buddhist. I'm dropping flavor, my behavior is hereditary, but my technique is very necessary. Blame it on Ice Cube Because it said it get funky When you got a subject and a predicate Add it on a dope beat And it'll make you think Some suckers just tickle me Pink to my stomach Cause they-